Welcome to Knights of the Draft Table. I am Patrick Pryor. I'm joined here by Joseph Yoon, getting all your draft needs ready to go as early as November. Joseph, how are you doing today? Pretty good. How about yourself? I am good. I am always ready to talk scouting. We've got a loaded schedule this weekend. Um, mm-hmm. There's not too much news to start out with other than the return of the Pac-12 I'm excited for that. I'm sure. I'm sure you're just as excited, if not more excited, than I am here. Yes, I I grew up watching the Pac-12, and uh, Pac-12 After Dark is finally coming back, and football at 4 a.m. East Coast time is always good. Yes, it's uh, always leading into NFL Sunday, and no sleep. <laughs> unfortunately, we don't have any uh, 4 a.m. football this weekend. I don't think uh, Washington no. and Cal canceled due to COVID. Uh, Obviously, best wishes out to everyone here. But uh, this is our inaugural episode that's going to go out on all the platforms that we can find. So I am Patrick Pryor. I started scouting last year with a company called Blitzalytics. It's how I met Joe. Uh, I've always just loved football. And last year, I was like, yeah, I'm going to take a crack at it. So it's something that I love doing now and hopefully can do for a while. How'd you get into it? Yeah, I've been writing um, consistently for different websites for almost about a decade now. I know it's been a while, but I, I know, like you said, we met each other through Blissalytics, yep. like, I think last year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know time flies when you're having fun. Yep. I think we met at the Senior Bowl in Mo- Mobile last year. All I met the... I, I, I unfortunately wasn't there, but if, yeah. if we can host it this year, I'm... Yeah, I'm definitely coming down. So, it's, uh, hopefully the event's still on. Next hopefully, year, hopefully, it's a good uh, event put I on know, by Jim Nagy and his crew. It is a great. Yeah, event. I know the the Shrine Bowl just got canceled. Yeah. and the NFLPA game got canceled. So, unfortunately, due due to the COVID situation, but uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully everything comes back to normal. Hopefully. That's the sound of it now, is everything's going to go on as planned, luckily. Yeah. And uh, the Senior Bowl is in a new stadium this year. The University of South Alabama opened yeah. a new stadium. Great. From well, the looks of it, on TV, it looks very nice. So, yeah. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Hopefully they'll allow fans and everything, you know? No. Yeah. <laughs> so, we'll see with that, but... Yeah. Definitely a great event, and... Uh, so, yeah, we're going to... Start off our discussion of a couple games on here. Um, it's it's a uh, it's not Pac-12. It's a uh, BYU at Boise State. We go chronologically here. This is Friday. Um, do you know, what time is it? I think it's at nine or nine thirty. Nine forty-five. I just found. Yeah. Um, yeah. So two two ranked teams. Number nine BYU Cougars. Um, mm. At the uh, twenty-one Boise State Broncos, uh, am I reading that right? Number nine BYU. Yeah, they're wow. on fire. Um, obviously everything is a little skewed with <laughs> seven and zero versus two and zero, which yeah. it's kind of funny, but yeah, it's, uh, it, this was a this was kind of last minute last minute schedule game as well because uh, BYU's taking the mentality that hey we'll play anyone anywhere. <laughs> Yeah, I mean they yeah. they they got it. They got the team to do it too. Yeah, they're a good team. Uh, who 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 do you have as your favorites here? I think it's BYU because the uh, they've been they, yeah. we have more of a uh, we have more of a sample size to go off, even though it's like just seven games, yeah. and uh, they've been blowing out teams left and right. So yeah, I mean there's just there's no stopping them. They've they've been playing all around. Well mm-hmm. done. I mean, they're independent, so obviously you're going to get a couple easier teams to beat. But you know, they've beaten or no, P- Army was postponed. But they've they've beaten Houston. They've beaten Louisiana Tech. I, have they come? No one's come close. I mean, I'm looking no. at it now. They haven't come close since like a 27 to 20 victory over UTSA. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's uh... <laughs> yeah, that... yeah. Uh, also for BLU, there's. You know, the hottest name, the hottest quarterback name off the board right now is Zach Wilson, mm-hmm. number two on my Heisen board, if you really? guys read that article. Uh, he He's 
basically he if he was eligible this year, he would be QB three or four. Yeah, if he... I had to do my mid midseason rankings, I know it's um kind of a hot take, but you know, yeah, <laughs> he's just putting up consistently good numbers every week. Yeah. It's just you know three four touchdowns every week. Yeah, he he has an insane arm. If you guys pay attention to my Twitter threads, I mean his his. His uh, I know analytics is a big thing. His air air yards are like huge monsters. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, great. He's, really, I mean, yeah, it's it's a shame he's not coming out this year. It would definitely, yeah. or no, is he a junior or redshirt or? I'm I gonna, think he, yeah, he's. I think he's a redshirt sophomore. I'm gonna be honest with everyone here. Yeah. I need to learn more about the redshirt stuff. I'm not yeah. really sure how it works at this point, but. Well, uh, this year, this year is like everything's out the window. It's yeah. basically full year, so yeah. If like, you're gonna, if they're gonna go, they're gonna go anyway. Yeah, like today alone, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I think it was, uh, Trey Williams, Syracuse cornerback. He he declared like yesterday. It's wild. Yeah. yeah. The only person not declaring so far is Trevor Lawrence, but that's a whole yeah. other thing. So yeah, I got yeah. BYU in this as well. If if they keep it up, it's not gonna be close. <laughs> But you never know it in the uh, Smurf turf. Oh, it's at Boise State. Yes. Yeah. All right. Um, but Boise State, they've got a couple guys here and there, but I don't still think they're – they have a small sample size. Again, we're going to see more guys develop into prospects. But right now, we know that BYU has just crushed everyone. Not even close. They had one seven-point game. Everything else has been 10, 15 points more. Mm -hmm. I don't think – uh, Boise State's gonna be able to keep up with that. No. And th I think they've had two separate quarterback starts so far. So you've got you've got a lack of chemistry there, along with the the late start. Mm -hmm. And uh, one one was because of the he got COVID, and mm. that was um unfortunate. But yeah, that can that can crush would... a team. I mean, look at Cam Newton. Yeah. So. <laughs> It's yeah. uh it's a new it's a very strange world we live in right now. Hopefully yeah. everyone stays safe and all that. Yep. So I think BYU's gonna walk over him. Probably. Uh yeah. I mean, I I'd love to see some Boise State guys go off. Uh mm -hmm. but if we're being real, it's gonna be it's gonna be a BYU, uh keeping it up. I don't know if they can move up in the rankings right now. I know there's a couple teams with a loss in front of them, so if they move to 8-0, and it's hard to argue against moving them up a little further when you've got some teams who started a little later mm -hmm. uh, further up than them, Georgia's and A&M's of the world. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good way to kick off the weekend full of uh, great games. Yeah. yeah. Next up, uh, we have Arizona State at USC. This is Saturday now at noon. This is... Uh, we, we got this, it, man. <laughs> yeah, this is a 9 a.m. kickoff on the West Coast, so that's going to be really weird for them. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it's Pac-12. That's what matters. I'll, I'll get up. Yeah. I won't get up for anything else. I'll get up for this, though. Yeah, if if you can get up for London games, you can get up for Pac-12 at 9 a.m. True, true. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. who do we got here that, that you're looking for? Looking for? In terms of Arizona State, you know, that's basically an NFL coaching staff right now with yeah. Herm Edwards, the former head coach of the Jets. And um, and uh, he brought back Marvin Lewis, the long-time, long-time Bengals head coach. Mm -hmm. And then he has Antonio Pierce. The, uh, he's a defensive coordinator for Arizona State. He's a former NFL linebacker himself, so... Yeah, good coaching staffs. So just yeah, I mean they make good teams. Uh -huh. Yeah, no and Arizona State, of course, has Jaden Daniels, a sophomore quarterback. So he pretty much uh, did pretty well for a freshman last year. So he beat Oregon. So that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's yeah. that's the that's basically your Pac-12 uh, win there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, of course Arizona State loses Brandon Ayuk, who's yep. uh, playing he's for the Forty Niners now. They still got Eno Benjamin. They 
Uh, Ian and Benjamin went pro, unfortunately. Oh, I'm man. I am. Yeah. We'll get these 2019 yeah. stats. I'm saying these guys, but yeah, they yeah. lost leading receiver also... and leading passer. But Jaden Daniels, yeah, uh, he's he's got more experience under his belt, you know. Yeah, yeah, and uh, Arizona State has a completely new running back room. Believe it or not, it's led by two true freshmen. Wow. And uh, Frank Dari returns. He's their leading receiver. That's coming back. Yep. Yeah, so he's going to be pretty. Yeah, he's going to get targeted a bunch. Yep, without without Ayuk, you know, got to fill yeah. that in, and I think he'll do it. Yeah, defensively, they have they have a like two or three prospects that we need to keep an eye on coming come draft time. Their junior linebacker Merlin Robinson, of course, he's he's like a former five star recruit for them. Yep. So he's he's had a couple of up and down years, but I think this is a year he puts it together. Hopefully, uh, yeah. and Chase Lucas and Jack Jones. He's been there forever. They've been there forever, it seems. And of course, uh, this is a revenge game for Jack Jones, believe it or not, because he was a USC transfer. Oh yeah, yeah. All right. In um, terms of yeah, the USC side, they have a lot of talent. Of course, yeah. being USC. They, they uh, Keaton Slovis, he's a sophomore quarterback, so he's not eligible this year. Uh, but he's on the right track if he keeps us with freshman production. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, 3,500 yards last year. Just going off, yeah. man. Yeah. And, uh, le- uh, of course, uh, left tackle Elijah Vera Tucker, he, he opted out, but he opted back in when the Pac-12 announced they were coming back. So a lot of guys did that. So good to have him back. Yeah, of course he's gonna take over for Austin Jackson, the first round pick for the Miami Dolphins last year. He had a big loss, but yeah. And uh, of course USC's offensive line was uh, not good. I'll say last year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, but yeah. Hopefully they'll, then... they'll get it back. I mean, I mean he's he. he... He still, they still produced without him, or without a good yeah. offensive line. Then it's just the, uh, uh, it's just my biggest concern for USC is their coaching staff. It, it's um, it's uh, it's very inconsistent. I'll say they, it's a mishmash of uh, offensive philosophy, and they need to get together one single identity. Yeah, uh, yeah. one system's always good. Uh, yeah, yeah. Nothing, nothing no, else to so, say other than yeah. you just need, you just need one system otherwise you're going to be playing with a confused yeah. team and especially in college with a rotation like this yeah. rotation of guys yeah. you need that and uh their USC was really banged up last year their running back was like their running back room was like really decimated last year against Oregon <laughs> they were starting like their seventh string running back last year so you, that was pretty bad so, yep. fortunately for them, uh, Stephen Carr and uh, Malapi is back, so that's pretty to, good. I don't know how to say yeah. that one, man. Yeah. <laughs> I got my list of guys here, and I'm like, yeah. I'm swearing I'm going to get them right, but no. Yeah. But USC's defensive talent is in the secondary for the most part, so Isaiah Polamal is the, he's a nephew of Troy Polamalu, so. Oh, nice. <laughs> The jeans are pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Um. Also got a Jay Tufeli. I think it's how do you, how do you say that? Tufeli. Tufeli. Yeah. yeah d- He's he opted out. So. Yeah, I don't. I need to put a star next to these guys who opt out. Yeah. Say so, yeah, that's a big loss. He's he should have had a good yeah. year. Uh, fortunately, their cornerback slash nickelback uh, Taylor Hoffen Hoffenega. He's he's still there. So. Nice, nice. So yeah, they definitely have, they they got talent in the secondary. Yeah, but uh, a lot of guys opting out in the in the league. That's why I'm yeah. I'm falling behind. Is um, Palais? Oh, man, I should have a bit of pronunciations here. Palais Gayo Teode. Yeah, he's he's uh he's opted in still. Yeah, so, so. he so he's he's gonna provide a little bit more of that front seven. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. he should he should have a solid year. He's gonna be full time yeah. starter for the first time, so that'll be good to see how he plays. Mm-hmm. Also, a name to watch for 22, 20, 2022 draft is um, 
Drake Jackson, their star edge rusher. He's not as good as another guy we'll mention shortly in the same conference, but he's still pretty good. So, yeah, we'll see. So, 2022. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, we can talk about him coming up, doing well this year. Yeah. So, how, what do you? How do you think this game's gonna go? Because this is a very, very big game in in terms of Pac-12 South race. So. It's the starting game, so it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a close game. Mm-hmm. Um, are there, neither of them are ranked, correct? Or is, no. Yeah, so I think I'm gonna take USC because they do have a little bit more talent. Um, mm-hmm. I'm gonna risk the coaching issues to take them just based on talent alone. Yeah. But I'm thinking it's gonna be close. I'm I'm saying 30s, 40s, but within seven points. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take uh I want to take USC at home, but it's Arizona State's gonna they beat them last year, mm. so I'm gonna say Arizona State's gonna beat them by at least ten. Really? Yeah. Man, I'm I'm going for the upset here. I just yeah. think USC's just got the talent, man. I I like yeah. it. Yeah. Don't. Uh, but unfortunately, folks, don't take my money. Don't take my words to the bank because I've been on a. Don't take mine Charles either. Parkway. Yeah, I've been on a Charles Barkley guarantee streak in, <laughs> in my pickups, so, so yeah. don't take my don't take my word for it. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. I was number one three four yeah. weeks ago, and I've just collapsed yeah. in pickups, man. Yeah, hard yeah, knock life. So, it's gonna be really weird for these guys because you just never know with a nine a.m. kickoff. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, yeah. I'm a college student. I ain't gonna get up and at eight a.m. for football. Like what? No, of course not. Man, it's yeah, it's interesting, but yeah, and it's their first game of the season, which isn't gonna help. In yeah, mid November at nine in the morning. Yeah, you gotta so. you gotta get it in somehow. So, but hey, Pac twelve back. That that's all yeah. I can say. Yeah. Yeah, our next game is back on the East Coast, mm-hmm. uh, North Carolina at Duke, the rivalry game. On the football field. <laughs> yep. It's uh, also at, it's also at noon. Yep. Not at not at nine o'clock for them though. No. <laughs> so, uh, uh, North Carolina is four and two. Duke, two and five. Not a great start. Uh, who who jumps out to you as your guys to watch this year? Uh, North Carolina is. I'm a huge fan of North Carolina this year, along with a. Uh, Another fellow Basilitics colleague, Zachary Garten. Um, yeah, he's he's a big North Carolina fan. Um, in terms of offensively, of course, we have Sam Howell. He's going to be a 2022 guy. Uh, he's um, also a receiver. Daz Newsom and uh, Deami Brown. Are two guys that we need to watch out for as well, offensively and running back room wise. They have Michael Carter as well as uh, Javante Williams. So they're stacked offensively. Defensively, they have uh, Chas Rod, the linebacker slash quarterback convert. So we'll see. Their secondary is fairly young. So yeah, so we'll yeah. see against uh, Duke. Michael Carter's killing it out here. He's averaging nearly eight yeah. yards a rush. Uh, Javante Williams got eleven touchdowns. They've got a they've got a great duo right there, man. I mean, I uh, I play with them on NCAA fourteen all the time. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like, oh, you mean play with them as players? Yeah. Uh, I thought uh, you meant like you know them. I was like, bang. <laughs> yeah. Rip rip NCA dynasty mode. <laughs> yeah, but they're yeah. they're killing it out here. I don't blame yeah. you. I don't blame you for that. Yeah. Duke has Duke has a pretty, uh, pretty couple of good guys on their team as well. Uh, on the defensive line, uh, Chris Rump a second, and Victor Dijamuke. Yeah, they're Chris... gonna be yeah, they're gonna be at least early day two, maybe sneaking in the uh, day three, maybe early day three. Yeah, Chris Rump is is probably the best guy they have on their defense. Um, yeah. I mean, it's Duke. They're not, you know, the most talented out of all of them. But they got, like you said, they got early day two guys like that. They got Chris Rumpf and uh, Victor 
How do, how did you say it? DJ Luke Mickey. Uh, Victor D. I'm gonna say that because yeah. again, <laughs> I'm terrible in the name pronunciation. So they yeah. got guys who can go day one. They're guys to keep an eye on. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, this is a pretty potent run game for North Carolina. Mm-hmm. So to see them going up against them, it's going to be good. It's definitely going to be good uh, competition there. Javante Williams and Michael Carter. But uh, and Deami Brown's nothing to laugh at. He is by far the team leader. <laughs> He's got, what, 600-something yards of Sam Howell's total so far he's just by far the best in the best on the team and so Mm -hmm. it is a so far it's a very good uh offense statistics wise and they're putting up the points i don't think they've dipped under uh 25 and they've been putting up a fight i think they're gonna grab this one against duke just the way things are uh duke has had a rough start they haven't been able to keep up offensively, and they're not even getting huge totals to put up, being put up on them. Like most of their games are in the 30s, and in college, obviously, you see games going to the 50s. So if they can't keep up with that, I don't think they're going to keep up with UNC here. I'm picking a UNC pretty dominant win. Yeah, I'm going UNC as well. But if you guys want to, if you guys want to free comp for uh, Chris Murph the second, I have him as a. Uh discount brand of Claymon uh, Chason from last year. Oh. Yeah. I love Claymon. Discount brand of him, though. You gotta put that disclaimer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's not as talented or as athletic as he is, but, you know, his father is a defensive line coach huh. in the NFL level, so, you know, he's fundamentally sound. Yeah, so he's, he's going to have that going for him, definitely. Unfortunately for Duke, uh, their cornerback, Mark Gilbert, he opted out mm-hmm. like a couple of weeks ago, I think. So they're not going to have him. So, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. It, it could be just kind of a run-up-the-score type thing for UNC <laughs> here if they... Yeah. Because even, even if these Frank 7 guys stop the run game, yeah, I mean, Brown's just going to go off. He he can do that any day of the week. Yeah. But you never know when North Carolina did. They did lose to Florida State. So <laughs> True. Through. Yeah. Was that? I mean, it, it was a close one, but everyone, I think, well, I'm looking at it now. Most of these guys had their <laughs> uh, uh, season highs at that time yeah. in all these categories, but it wasn't enough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's, I think the noon slate is pretty much um, those two games and a couple of little minor games here and there, but I'm fine those with that, man. <laughs> Yeah, I can just flip between those two all day. Yeah, and uh, well, obviously, you keep Arizona and USC. I think that's going to be quite a bit closer um, mm-hmm. than just than um, what you call it? than uh, North Carolina Duke. So they could both be blowouts, or they could both be close. Uh, especially if North Carolina dropped that game to Florida State. So yeah, yeah the three thirty slates of the word most of the action is really. Yep. <laughs> Uh, so three thirty, we're gonna start out with Florida versus Georgia, Georgia Bulldogs. Uh, this is again at three thirty, I believe. Yes, um, like on the rack. What's what's uh, Georgia ranked at right now? Georgia is eight, or no, Georgia's yeah. five, Florida's eight. Um, Georgia's four and one, Florida is three and one. Uh. Who jumps out to you here? Yeah, the thing is, Florida's missed like the past three games due to them being like just um, having a pandemic breakout. So, yeah, I think they're going to be rusty. So, um, Georgia, they got beat down by Alabama, as you know. So, it's for Florida, I would say Kyle Trask, their quarterback. He's a top 10 quarterback on my board. Yeah, I think. I think I yeah. had him like yeah. he might have been a top five for me. Yeah. Uh, I haven't I haven't completed my board yet, but he's definitely yeah. he's yeah. definitely up there for me. But uh, and, and of course the other part of the Kyle duo is Kyle Pitts, tight end one. If you guys are asking, yeah, when when a tight end is the leading receiver on a team, you know he's yeah. he's killing it out here. He's absolutely going to be mm. probably my tight end one going into it. 
of course, it, you know, they have uh, Kadarius Tony, their star receiver, who's replacing a bunch of receivers they lost last year. But it, Tony is a smaller guy. He's a, he projects as a slot receiver at the next level. He's a, kind of a, um, I want to say, a mixture of Darren Sproles and a little bit of a little bit of KJ Hamler. Yeah, um, I think something that's going to lower his draft stock is production-wise. Just yeah. like when you've got Kyle Pitts on your team, you're going to lack in production that way, and that's going to lower his draft stock. So um, I'm looking at maybe a little bit later, he could be yeah. a good pickup for a lot of teams mm-hmm. as that a smaller slot receiver, and he's, he's going to fall a little bit more because of the fact that they've got tight end one there. So like yeah. by far tight end one. Uh mm-hmm. Last year we didn't have Pat a lot of. Farmworth is making the money, making a run for his money though. But that's another story for another day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, offensively on the offensive line, Florida has a uh, Stone Forsyth, their left tackle. Yeah. So he's, I think he's a day three pick. But some people have him as a day two pick. But you know, I don't see it. But that's neither here or there. I mean, we can argue until we're blue in the face about that, but you know. he he might go day yeah. three, but I think his name is 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 good enough to put him to uh, yeah. day two. Stone Forsyth, yeah, that's name. <laughs> yeah, but defensively, Florida has uh, Marco Wilson, the younger brother of um, Quincy Wilson, the NFL cornerback. Hmm. So, and you got all these family connections, you know. Yeah, you know everyone. And, uh, also, Ventro Miller, the, their star linebacker. So, yeah. And uh, yeah. if we head over to the Georgia side of things, uh, they're headed up by Stetson Bennett. Uh, what class year is he? He's uh, he's eligible this year. I think he's a redshirt junior. Ah, do we think he he's going to declare or? No. Yeah, he, he's enough. a. I'll just say he's a good college quarterback, and that's about it. Yeah, he's not really wowing yeah. everyone. Uh, he's pretty simple, straightforward. Uh-huh. Yeah, there there are some rumblings as to why uh, JT Daniels hasn't played, but you know that's. Uh... Yeah, I've, I've heard. I mean, when Kirby has his boy, he has his boy. Yeah, they got they got beat down versus Alabama and didn't even put in, yeah. didn't even take up on it, or they might have, but it wasn't for JT Daniels. Yeah. So, <laughs> that is a very interesting storyline to follow. <laughs> is yeah. is uh, Daniels? He's coming from the aforementioned USC too. I mean, yeah, you'd think so. Want to play? Another name to watch for twenty twenty two is uh, George Pickens, who's former five star recruit, the receiver. So, yeah, he's put he's putting up uh, he's putting up okay numbers so far. But yeah, yeah he's definitely. Showing he's got that talent on the field there. Of course, Georgia has some big boys on the offensive line as well. So, yeah, when we get to to, to Georgia, you expect them to have guys on the offensive yeah. line, of course. Yeah, There's defensively, a... oh, they have, they have some defensive line guys as well. Um, unfortunately, they won't have a cornerback. Uh, or yeah, safety. Richard LeCount the third as well because he unfortunately got into a motorcycle accident the other um, day, and uh, okay. thankfully, thankfully he's healthy and he should be back in a couple of weeks. But it wasn't; it was a minor accident. But um, they will be missing him. Obviously, prayers up to him. But uh, yeah, back on the um, defensive line you mentioned, I know about Jordan Davis. Uh, yeah. He's he's on that line, but I've seen more guys that I could name probably on the uh, the uh, secondary. Who do you have on their defensive or the front seven to pay attention to? Um, yeah, I'm I'm forgetting his name, but uh, they're oh yeah, Monty Rice, their star linebacker, inside linebacker. He's oh yeah, really yeah, okay. yeah. I, they also got, I mean, oh yeah. It was, missing him but they got they got a couple guys in 2021 uh mm-hmm. like like we said there's there's guys coming out next year tyson campbell and richard LeCount. uh mm-hmm. so and also keep an eye out for eric stokes 
he's he was very high up on everybody's boards entering this season, so he's still he's still pretty good. But Tyson Campbell, you mentioned he's he's been coming on as of late. He played very well against Bama, which is a good thing considering the receiver talent Bama has. Yeah. So. Yeah. So should should be a good one. Um, yeah. I believe. I, I know. Uh, Florida is obviously going to be pretty rough. They did play Missouri last week uh, on Halloween, beat them down, so that was a fun one uh, for mm-hmm. them. But I th- no, I think I'm going to go Florida. Uh, this is this yeah. is one of the ones that I was debating still coming in here, but Stetson Bennett just doesn't wow me enough. No, and they got I think Trask, uh, pits everyone. I think they've just got the better talent out here. Mm-hmm. Um, it's gonna be a great matchup. I think. I think it's gonna be very close. Um, I think it's gonna be somewhat high scoring, but Trask is going up against a good young defense defense. Uh, so that'll be an interesting challenge for him to face, and we'll see if Stetson Bennett can answer. I'm not sure yeah. if he'll be able to, but definitely should be a good one. I think I've got Florida by three. I guess. Hmm. I got Florida by six. Fair. That's fair. Yeah. I'm thinking. Well, yeah. yeah. Also, it's it's still called the world's largest outdoor cocktail party, even though the bowl, even though the Gator Bowl officials are like, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's still called that. I mean. Nice. Yeah. Oh, I always could have a fun I'm, nickname. Yeah, I'm sorry if I'm offending people, you know, with alcohol, but you know, it's still called that. It's so. It's a robber game, and you know. Alrighty, so we both have Florida. We both know yeah. it's gonna be a close one, so it's gonna be. I I I am very excited to see Kyle Trask up against a good young defense here. Yeah. Very yeah. good secondary, and again, just good guys all around on that defense. So it's gonna be a good one. Mm-hmm. We move to Ohio, Houston at Cincinnati, same time, three thirty. Uh, Houston, I think, still unranked. Both of them are unranked. Yeah. So. Um, the thing since he since he's like top. Oh no! Since, since he's, he's six. Like Man, six. It's because that they just shock me so much. It's yeah. Just... <laughs> yeah. It's a uh, since he just whooped up on Memphis last week. So. <laughs> yeah, they're they're killing it. I mean. Mm-hmm. What what was that final score? Forty nine to ten, man. Yeah. Nobody's stopping them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, since he has their. Uh, QB six on my big board, Desmond Ritter. Yep. He's a he's a very uh, he's a better college version of Jake Locker, I'll say. Better college version than Jake Locker. So are we are we concerned with the translation to the NFL? A little bit. His accuracy the past couple of years was in. I know 60% isn't like the end-all, be-all of numbers, mm-hmm. especially in this era, but uh, his, I think, I believe his career passer percentage was like, I want to say high 50s, but that's not, that's not ideal, I'll yeah. say. Um, but uh, he's proved, he's, I think he's like over 60 this year, so that's pretty good. So, so. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's a big name out here. Um, I unfortunately don't have the stats in front of me, but he's definitely mm-hmm. one of the ones to watch and obviously mm-hmm. raising his stock by putting this team at number six. Um, of, of course, there's a lot of uncertainty, so I'm not sure if they were projected to do well coming into the season, but I mean, I didn't have them anywhere near this level. I'm still mm-hmm. taken aback. Yeah. Also, keep an eye out on the uh, coaching carousel this winter for Luke Fickle. It's the it's yeah, their Cincy head coach, but you know, yeah. Oh yeah. He may not. He he's not going to leave Cincinnati for like some small time program. That has to be like a big time program. Yeah, I mean, if if he's turning it into a big time program now, mm-hmm. <laughs> but they have cool uniforms. I'll say that. <laughs> Never. I don't know them off the top of my head. Yeah. Oh, I do, I do. I love the Bearcat uniforms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the Bear Claw C, that's pretty neat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
but yeah, they've got a they got all around just a, a talented mm-hmm. offense. Um, I mean Desmond Ritter is doing this. He hasn't even hit a thousand yet. I mean, yeah, he's doing this. He's doing it well. Cincinnati mm-hmm. is just there's not much to say. They're just killing it. They're they're going past everything everyone expected them to be. Yeah. And of course Houston, they haven't played a game. They they finally played a game a couple of weeks ago after you know being off for like five weeks yeah uh is yeah they're kind of a mystery yeah. here i mean they're two yeah. and two and mm-hmm. they, yeah so they went so yeah they, they did they did play last week i mean they have an interesting yeah. thing going on and they got slammed by ucf last week yeah and uh it's gonna be interesting. Obviously, Cincinnati is pretty much everyone's favorites. Mm-hmm. Uh, so also for on the Houston side, pay attention to receiver slash kicker returner Marquez Stevenson. Hey, all right, all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm just not really up to Houston because mm-hmm. yeah, but um, yeah. I think we know we know who's gonna win this one. Uh, yeah. It's going to be Cincinnati, so obviously you want to pay attention to a couple of, of these guys. Uh, Houston, they do have uh, Clayton Toon as a quarterback, but I mean, there's there's not a lot of impressive guys other than Stevenson. There's it's some future in a couple of these guys, but in reality, they've, they've just dealt with a lot this season, so I think... There's, I'm, I'm just trying to come up with something to say because there's not a lot to say because they're two <laughs> and two. They're, they're a pretty standard team. I think Cincinnati is pretty much the reason that this game is going to be talked about is because they're yeah. an exciting team. You know, this is, this is freaking Cincinnati, man. Yeah, they might make the playoff if they win out. <laughs> that would be, that would be awesome. They just come out of yeah. nowhere. They, they go above Georgia, go above everyone. That'd be great. Yeah. It'd be completely 2020 if, if like, all the small-time schools make it. <laughs> that would be great. Were they ranked at all last year? Or No, they were for a little bit. Oh, uh, yeah, they, they were They were a couple times, it looks like. But yeah. I mean, they've just come out of nowhere here. Yeah. So, what are we predicting this blowout to be? <laughs> I think since he wins by at least 20. Yeah, I was going to say 21. Yeah. I was... Because... Yeah. Yeah, so the, we got big names in Cincy. Marquez Stevenson, as you mentioned, is the, your your Houston guy because every team's got a player to watch, and he is yeah. the guy in Houston. But otherwise, keep your eye on basically everyone on Cincinnati. Blowing any prediction out of the portion, proportion they had this year. Yeah. So twenty-one above twenty. So yeah, it's it's gonna be blowout, but we'll see. Uh. We move into the Penn State game. Maryland at Penn State. This is going to be a good one. We get some Big Ten action. Um, and just for everyone wondering, it's called the Nittany Lions because of Mount Nittany. I believe I was talking to you on Twitter when I figured that out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just wanted to share that piece of information. But Penn State, 0-2 with a rough start to Rock Or no, not Rutgers. Oh, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, uh, where's my call it? I'm thinking Michigan State. No, but Penn State, rough start. They're zero uh, two. They played Indiana and Ohio State so far. So tough matchups. Yeah. Maryland one and one. Um, so again, they're they're coming off a, a late season, but it ain't no excuse. Penn State. Obviously, they've had a lot of opt outs. They have Micah Parsons. Um, and I think I asked this before: Is Journey Brown an opt out or a? Um... He got. He was injured. Injured. Yeah. So Journey yeah. Brown, very very big loss for them he was for a lot of people he was going to overtake ATN. a lot of people predicted that so that's a huge loss for them but they still have got a lot of talent on that team um shaka tony uh is he again i, I don't know these guys up to now unfortunately is he yeah he's he's playing yes yeah, shaka tony um is he's just one of my he's one of my more underrated edge prospects this mm-hmm. year so is uh, Castro Fields going in? Yeah, he he's one that sticks out to me. Yeah. They they've got a great defense. Lamont Wade, um, and that again, Micah Parsons opting out. 
but um that's a shame journey yeah. brown um obviously of course respect his decision family comes first everything like that journey brown unfortunately a horrible injury and i think his backup was injured as well yeah um, that's just uh but and, uh, yeah they've still of course, uh, penn state still has a tight end too pat Faramuth, yep yeah he's not he's nothing to mess with uh yeah he's he's got that gronk feel i mean he can do it he can do just about everything um he he's just he's just really good um he's got he's got great hands too that's that's one thing that stands out to me um but he is kind of the baby gronk of the class mm-hmm. um of course <laughs> that's the term we need everyone uses nowadays is when you're comparing great tight ends but um yeah he's He's behind our Kyle Pitts, obviously. But he's definitely mm-hmm. a force to be reckoned with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Maryland has a couple of guys, of uh, young guys, actually. Uh, of course, we know about two his little brother, Talia. Yep. He blew up last week. <laughs> oh, always a good storyline. He, he yeah. transferred from Bama, but... Uh... Mm-hmm. And uh, keep an eye out for 2023. Raheem Jarrett, the five-star receiver, so keep an eye out for him. 2023, man, you're looking ahead. I ain't yeah. got that kind of info on here. I'm just paying attention to the guys for next year. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's he's still performing well, and, and with the departure of a few guys, he'll get an uptick and definitely be a guy to watch. Mm-hmm. And fourth, Maryland lost like a ton of guys from last year, so they're, yeah, they're it's, playing. Uh, yeah, playing with a new roster, so they're not, they're not doing, they're not pulling anyone out of, out of the water, but uh, they did. Hey man, they uh, they beat Minnesota in, in overtime. Um, we're just not gonna talk about that forty point differential <laughs> against Northwestern. <laughs> we can just move on from that Terrapin yeah. fans. Yeah, that's. We, uh... we don't we don't need to bring that up. But they've got talent. Um, yeah. but yeah, most of their talent's a little young for now. Uh. There is a uh, is it Anthony McFarland is playing? No, he he got drafted by the Steelers last year. I I've got my list of guys here. I've got to update yeah. it. Yeah. So. Yeah. But yeah, so they they've got guys, but a lot of them are young. I'm I'm thinking of all these guys that they lost are popping into my head and stuff. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, how do we how do we feel about how it's gonna go? I think Penn State's gonna win. Yeah. But it's gonna be close. I th- I think they can do it cuz I think despite having the better record it's going to be tough. Um just cuz I mean Penn State has has played number 13 and number 3 and they brought they brought Indiana to overtime and they kept it somewhat close against Penn State so or Ohio State uh so what do we think in Penn State's going to be 7 maybe? Mhm. About a touchdown or within Again, don't yeah. put don't put money on us here. Um, I'm more Joe. Joe is is the all around team ex- expert. I do. I'm getting more into that, but I do like my prospects, and so that's where a lot of what I I'm doing is coming from. Yeah. I'm ready. So where are we headed next? Uh, we're going to Tallahassee. Woo! Tallahassee. Yeah, to see Pittsburgh and Florida State. Florida State. I think we talked about them before. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, who, do, who do we talk about beating them? Yeah. Um, so, somebody beat them that we're talking about. But three and four versus four and two uh, unranked teams. But still, they they definitely got guys that can play. Yeah. Um, who who stands out to you here? For Pittsburgh, I say Patrick Jones is second. He's one of he's like one of my favorite edge prospects to watch in this class, and uh, so he's he actually if you guys read my Heisman article he actually made the list. So wow, really? He he leads the country in sacks, so that's I like to for my Heisman ballot I like to put in defensive guys to give them a little bit of love. Yeah, for what they do. So um. For me, one of the guys, I mean, we have Asante Samuel Jr. Um, 
as a Patriots fan, I think that Sante Samuel is heavily underrated, yeah. and his son is out here. Uh, is out here? Maybe could I think I think he 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 definitely got a shot to be drafted. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he's a day one guy, but he's definitely performing out here, and yeah. he, he's doing well. Yeah, of course, the name goes pretty far. His dad played a long time for the Patriots mm-hmm. and Eagles, so should be a Hall of Famer. Don't mind me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> of course, Florida has a big Marvin Wilson. He should be a day two pick. Yeah. Uh, who else do they have? I know him. Uh, uh, unfortunately, they're missing uh, Terry, Tamori, and Terry. Yep, wide receiver. Uh, yeah, he's uh, he's out with knee surgery. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. Was he out from the beginning of the season, or? No, he just got a couple weeks ago. He got hurt in the Miami game, and then he just decided to have surgery because Florida State's not going anywhere, unfortunately. Yeah, so. Uh, Best to just be safe in that that case. Yeah. Yeah. uh, He's still their winning receiver, so that's tough. What's interesting is that the top three safeties in the ACC all are gone or either hurt or just opted out yeah that's, uh, that's like a major hit there uh, yeah syracuse's andre cisco he opted out <laughs> like the last month love the boy cisco uh, per- too yeah. bad uh we don't get to see him yeah paris war just opted out this week yeah that was pretty recent yeah. there yeah like a big and, hit uh, in the acc yeah and uh, the third guy, Hamza Nazardine, he never, he hasn't played yet. So is he a full opt out, or do we think he's gonna show up? He, he, he's gonna come back, I think. He he's been warming up. He's just never played. <laughs> yeah. So and I mean, he's gonna get eyes on him. Yeah. You know, coming in mid season, uh, safety mm-hmm. one in the ACC. So. Yeah, he got hurt. He got hurt last year, late last year, with a knee. So he's still recovering and. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, COVID didn't help, you know, because guys yeah. were off campus and can get treatment and all that stuff. So, yeah. So if he can, if he can come yeah. back, he's gonna have as much room as he needs to prove it. Mm-hmm. So he he's a guy to watch. Not this week, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you said, but next week, yeah. Or whenever yeah. he comes back. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, before the season, Pittsburgh lost their. Uh, Probably day one defensive tackle Jalen Twyman to opt out. Yeah, so That's a shame. So they've taken some yeah. hits with opt outs, obviously. Yeah. So I think Pittsburgh takes it. I think. Yeah. Um. Florida State, they got guys, but eh, eh, I'm not sure. How much do you think yeah. it's going to be by? I think fourteen. Really, that much? Yeah, I know Florida, Florida State's. State, yeah, Florida State has. Uh, they have quarterback issues. Yeah, they haven't. I mean, when your yeah. quarterbacks are leading rusher. Yeah. <laughs> all right, I'll take Pittsburgh. I yeah. like Florida State, but I'll take them. Uh, I'm gonna go by ten. It's it's gonna it's probably gonna be a little bit more than that, but I'm gonna go by ten for now, and we'll see how it happens. But uh. Oh, that game's at 4 o'clock, so that's uh, a little later than the others. But, so yeah, so we're both going to take Pittsburgh here. Uh, again, Florida State is having some offensive struggles. So, Pittsburgh, lots of guys to watch in this game, like we said. There's definitely, there's definitely some names. Um, and then we are heading to what should be a huge game. Clemson at Notre Dame, 7.30. It, uh, no Trevor Lawrence. This is this is the big week, um, because it was within. This is uh gonna be his ninth day since testing positive for COVID nineteen, <laughs> and NCAA I think blanket rule is at least ten days, uh, from your first positive test. Yeah, it's uh, and uh, it was like pretty immediate that Davos we need rolled them out after last last yep. week's game. So yeah, so that was big news. There was saying yeah. is he gonna play? You know. Are they going to bend the rules? Nope, they're not bending the rules. They're keeping it straightforward. Mm-hmm. And Clemson, they had a scare early on last week against uh, Boston College. Um, 
Yeah. Um, it, it, Boston College was blowing them out until uh, Clemson came back. Yeah, so. and um, I'm going to be real here. I can't say the Clemson quarterback's name. Um, yeah. We've established that I can't do it. And yeah. um, I'm going to call him DJ. Be respectful. not try to butcher his name yeah. or anything. Yeah. But um, so, yeah, he, he led the team back. What were they down? 28-13 at half, I think it was. And they came back. Shut them out in the in the second half. I mean, BC hmm. just was not the same team in the second half. Um, Drakovich was a fan favorite among Clemson haters for about two hours the other day, and then just kind of whoop, it all went away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Notre Dame has a couple guys to watch out for. Uh, defensively, mainly Kyle Hamilton, their their defensive lineman. And of course, their star linebacker, uh, Jeremiah Usu Koromora. Moa. Sounds good to me. Yeah. yeah, he's a he's a dual threat linebacker. He's very good. Yeah, uh, yeah. he's definitely one of the cores of the defense out here. And um, is uh is Drew White playing? Yeah, I think he is. Yeah, so that's, so they got a good line, but they got good linebackers. Uh, obviously, yeah. Jeremiah is your number one. He's one of the top top linebacker prospects. Um, one one of the top. Uh, so he's up there. Yeah, this is the name for next year. But pay attention to Kyron Williams, their running back. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're talking all about Clemson being good. Notre Dame's nothing to mess with that, or Notre Dame's yeah. nothing to mess with either. They're ranked number four. Um, they're they're six and zero, walking through the aforementioned Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. walking through South Florida. I mean, they they ain't nothing to mess with, man. Yeah, yeah. Kyron uh, Williams but, going off though. Yeah, Ian Book is not that good. Probably. No, um, if you need to rewind your running back to get like half your yards. Yeah. I mean, and Kyron Williams, yeah. obviously more power to him. He's going off, man. Forgot about him, but um. Yeah, Ian Book is just kind of... He's meh. <laughs> I mean, it's it's Notre Dame. Yeah. You know, you're going to be put in a great system, in a great school, in a great yeah. uh, great team. So uh, Yeah, it's uh, Clemson has, you know, all the playmakers. Yeah, Clemson's got you know. your names. I mean... Yeah, yeah. Clemson has uh, Amari Rogers, their receiver. Yeah, so you got... Of course, they're running back Travis Etienne. Love Travis Etienne, man. I, I yeah. can't stress it enough how much I think mm-hmm. he is by far my top mm-hmm. running back prospect. I don't think anyone could upset him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're Clemson. <laughs> and obviously, first Trevor Lawrence, you know, hopefully he's, he said he has mild symptoms, so hopefully he's going to come back very quickly and continue. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it gives DJ some playing time, and he did very well in the second half, so that's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm gonna be interesting to see how he does it uh i don't know what class dj is i assume he's a he's a true freshman oh well, true freshman all right so well, he's then, gonna yeah. be 2022 at the earliest so yeah so he's i guess he's next man up after trevor trevor <laughs> goes one or two this year yeah so definitely good to get to see him play this weekend and yeah. pay attention to him and see if he's gonna be a prospect mm-hmm. so um I think it's going to be Clemson. Um, I think if Trevor Lawrence was playing, it would not be this close. But I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be within ten. But I think mm-hmm. they could expand it up to ten. What, what about you? Yeah, I'm going to shock the world and say Notre Dame by six. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is. It's weird to say the number four team could be a trap game, but when you're yeah. when you're Clemson, you know, you put up seventy three points this season already. Um, yeah. But I think it's, it, um, it's fair enough know, to call to call it a a shot for for a Clemson. Yeah, getting getting blown up by Boston College is one thing. Losing to going to Notre Dame is another thing at night. <laughs> yeah, this is prime time. Yeah. You know, new quarterback. So yeah, again, weird to call a number four trap game, but I see it. You know, that's yeah. a fair call, and come back and see that you're right after it, and we'll see. <laughs> Yeah. Uh. All right. So I've got Clemson. You've got Notre Dame. I think that's our first disagreement yet. But hey, yeah. 
Hey, I'm yeah. all for a Notre Dame win. That's that's gonna be an exciting game to watch. Yeah. Um, so we then head back out west, seven thirty Eastern. Um, Stanford at Oregon. Um, Stanford Cardinal. Don't get that at Oregon. So, uh, how do we feel about this one? Um, I think Oregon's gonna win. Yeah, they're. I mean, they're they're ranked coming in. I mean, again, it's another Pac-12 matchup. We're very excited. Uh, can't stress that enough. But this game is, it's obviously we love Pac-12 action, but Oregon's looking good here. Um, they're ranked 12th already, and yeah. I mean, I'm trying to say as much as I can here, but this is yeah, looking Stan, to be. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be the battle of the opt-outs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. On Stanford, the Stanford side, they lost Walker Little. Uh, he opted out. He hasn't played in like two years yeah, due to injuries. They, they opted out. Uh, Paulson Adebo. Yeah. Uh, they yeah. they're struggling out here. Yeah, and uh, if you want to watch Stanford for you know pay attention to Emmett Smith's son, I guess <laughs> he's a freshman. Really? So, oh. Yeah. You know, you get in uh, David Shaw. He might jump to the NFL eventually. I think. Yamador uh, Winor. I just love that yeah. name, but uh, he's he's one to yeah. watch for Oregon. Uh, yeah, he opted out, but he opted back in. Yeah. And uh, of course, Pina Sewell, OT one by far. He opted out. So. So I mean, and, uh, you yeah. can if you're, if you're guaranteed to be number two. Um. Yeah. In Oregon, yeah, they're one of the best teams in the country, top to bottom, I think. Yeah, uh, they got C.J. Verdell. He's he's back. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think he's playing. Um, he had, I have twelve hundred rushing yards last year. I mean, he's going off, and that's with Justin Herbert on your team, yeah. which is just insane. So he's going to be uh, one of my biggest names to watch in this mm-hmm. game. And uh, yeah, defensively, I mentioned this guy earlier in the show. If you guys paid attention. Kayvon Thibodeau, he's a he's gonna be a monster come draft time. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, he's uh he's the new Jadavion Clowney. Ah, so he's gonna try to scam teams out of money then, huh? Yeah. Huh. Well, no, College wise, yeah, he has more production. So yeah, he's he's yeah. got a shot to to raise his draft stock this year, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, and. Uh, also, Fat Mac Jordan Scott, he came back there, uh, nose tackle. He projects as a three-four nose tackle spacing type that Pittsburgh loves to play. Was he a day two, day three guy, or uh, he's he's day two? Yeah. All right. And uh, also, Nate, watch out for their cornerback Mikhail Wright. He's a twenty twenty two guy. He's a sophomore this year. He's a he's also their return man. So yeah, always good dual threat guy like that. Uh-huh. And uh, next year. And unfortunately, Javin Holland opted out. He's he was one of the best safeties in the class. So yeah, a lot of safety opt outs this year. I'd say that's yeah. Is that the? Yeah. Are we thinking that's the most hit uh, uh position by opt outs? Yeah, I think so. That and linebacker for some yeah. strange reason. It's, yeah, Micah, uh, when Holland you lose Micah Parsons, a, it's tough, you know. Yeah. yeah, Holland is a he's a he's a hybrid. I think he's a big nickel type at the next level. Yeah, yeah, he's he's gonna be good, but um, mm-hmm. can't raise his draft stock anymore. So yeah, yeah he's yeah he's a. And uh, of course, Thomas Graham Jr. There, he opted out as well. So, Oregon was like the hardest hit opt out program in the Pac-12. Man, it feels like the Patriots out here, you know? Yeah. Like Every yeah, and uh, yeah. Of course, they hired their new offensive offensive coordinator, who I really love to hire, uh, Joe Moorhead, the former Mississippi State head coach and former Penn State offensive coordinator. So, yeah, he's definitely gonna bring. Bring yeah. A whole new look there, so he's gonna bring the quarterback run game. Yeah, like he, he wasn't. Yeah. I mean, this is, yeah. he's a good head coach too. Yeah. 
Unfortunately, he dealt with a lot of uh, crap at uh, Mississippi State. So yeah, what else is new in the NCAA? Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, it's um, I think Oregon wins, but you know, first game jitters and replace having to replace Justin Herbert and the whole offensive line. I think Oregon wins by at least at least ten. I'm gonna go probably fourteen, just because Stanford mm-hmm. doesn't have I don't think any of the talent to keep up with them. Yeah. Um. So I do believe that they're gonna that Oregon's probably gonna win it by fourteen. Uh, sorry, Stanford yeah. fans, but yeah. I mean, again, yeah. first game applies to Stanford too, so it's got the recipe for a blowout. But yeah. Yeah, they could keep it within fourteen. Yeah. We might even see Anthony Brown in this game for Oregon, the Boston College transfer. Ah. Maybe, yeah. Maybe. Yeah, a lot of guys to pay attention to for Oregon. They they were hit with opt outs, like you said, but there's still definitely guys to pay attention to. Yeah, yeah. Oregon, Oregon's been recruiting like insane, like recruiting for them. They have currently they have like a top three class. Yeah. So they, they're going back up to the top here, man. They're starting at yeah. twelve, and I can see them fighting claw their way up further. Yeah. So that is our slate of games. Um, mm-hmm. It's a, it's a good weekend, I'll admit that. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all from pretty much from noon to night. It's pretty much really good, really good games in yeah. each time slot. Yeah. Um, so, speaking about the next level for, for a minute or two, any, anything NFL big news that you think is worth mentioning? Uh, of course, the game tonight on Thursday night, San Francisco has like four guys on the COVID list. This is an NFC uh, championship game rematch, technically. Yeah. But they have one... I heard... I heard um, they have one guy who had any possession <laughs> in the NFC CG playing tonight. I think you shared that <laughs> to Blitz. That's insane. Um, yeah. So this is not a rematch. This is a... Well, no, it's a bit, I mean, it's a recipe for Rodgers just to go off tonight. And yeah. not have to play catch up for once. Um, mm-hmm. Must be must be a uh, nice look for him not seeing Dalvin Cook or Tom Brady across the sidelines. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's gonna be. I'm I'm going Green Bay. I think just about everyone's gonna go Green Bay. Yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> Aaron Jones is gonna play tonight, also on yep. a limited pitch count. So. Yeah. So for fantasy, you fantasy owners out there, yep, um, they're happy. They're happy start, he's playing. Don't start any of the Green Bay running backs. <laughs> yeah, that's just treat them if they're Patriots running backs, man. Just don't start them right now. Um, there's there's a couple good games this week. Uh, we we got a couple of divisional stuff, uh, but uh, you know Baltimore versus Indy that's gonna be a good one. I don't want to talk about the NFC hopefully, East. Uh, hopefully Baltimore wins. Sorry, Cody, but you know. I need the Titans as much room as possible. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Uh, I I like Indy. Uh, I I don't know. I've always liked them, but uh, I think I don't know if Philip Rivers is gonna be able to get the job done. But y'all say that about Lamar. Um, we don't have to talk about the NFC East ever. <laughs> um, and then Sunday Night Football is a fantastic matchup: New Orleans, Tampa Bay. Um, excited for that one. Yeah, it's a. Uh... Thankfully, the football gods, you know, they made us pay for one week. But, you know, this week. Yeah, I can't believe <laughs> that we got that instead of Pittsburgh-Baltimore on Sunday night. I mean, yeah. we got, uh. I'm, I'm like, what are you doing, NFL? I'm like, no one wants to watch that game. I am ready to charge Roger Goodell's <laughs> office with a pitchfork. Good port, I mean, man. like, not even Cowboys fans want to watch that game. Yeah, I mean, they don't want to watch anything right now. They're just in pain. <laughs> Yeah. And um, I just want to point out that Cowboys, I think they were considering, I'm not sure if they made a decision to start Garrett Gilbert. Yeah. What a beautiful name for a Cowboys quarterback. Yeah. I need to put that out there. But yeah, so a couple good games this weekend. Not not as action-packed as Saturday for the NCAA, I think. I think uh, NCAA's mm-hmm. got a better slate. So, uh, yeah, hopefully you know your guys to watch this weekend. Um, mm-hmm. Everyone who's listening in. Um I think we also had a good amount of guys this week to be watching and just things to pay attention to in the game. Um, any special things you want to say about about these uh this weekend? 
Yeah, um, here's a fantasy tip. I know you guys have been using it lately, but uh, stream all the defenses that go going against the Jets. Well, I'd love to yeah. say that, but I have no faith in my Patriots anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't either, but, you know, it's the Jets, so... True. I mean, there is a theory where the Patriots throw every game at this point, including Jets, and they're guaranteed the number one pick. Yeah. 2-14 and 14 with head-to-head losses against the Jets mm-hmm. would get them the number one pick. Mm-hmm. But, eh. Yeah. So, uh... We'll see. Um, yeah. But, uh, I think uh, there's a couple of good games on the 1 o'clock slate. I think so. Yeah, because I mean, again, Sunday night football is gonna be great. I am excited. The four o'clock isn't actually that bad, other than Pittsburgh mm-hmm. Dallas, which is gonna be a slaughter. Las Vegas versus yeah. Chargers. I think Justin Herbert really has to prove he can win here. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Miami versus Arizona is gonna be. That's an interesting one. I don't know who to pick for that one. I want to pick Arizona, but I think Miami could upset them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. That I think wraps it up for us. Unless you've got anything mm-hmm. final to add, I mean, of course, yeah. drop your social um, and everything. Yeah. Also, uh, my mock draft is dropping tomorrow on Blitzalytics, so please pay attention to that, and uh, hopefully, don't send me any hate mail for if I get all your picks wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. Mock drafts in November yeah. are so fun. Yeah. Um, so I'm not gonna give I'm not gonna give quarterbacks to every team. So you know. oh, that's the strategy, man. Yeah. Well, if I don't, if I don't see Trey Lance to the Patriots, I'm not reading it. But uh, no. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, so that's all right. And of course, your social media handles. Yeah, it's a uh, two yun to zero blitz on Twitter. All right. Uh, I am prior graphics uh, on Twitter. Basically, everything I'm on. Uh, so yeah, um, tomorrow for Blitz, or Saturday for Blitzletics, I'll have my weekly playoff game or games with playoff implications article. I'm having a ton of fun mm-hmm. writing that, just looking at playoff yeah. predictor and basically spelling it out for you guys. Uh, mm-hmm. And so hopefully we will talk to everyone next week, I guess. Yeah, and also please buy the uh, Prospects Encyclopedia if you haven't already. Yes, Blitzletics.com. Yeah, it's good information. It's like 700 pages of like awesome stuff. Yeah, I've got my copy always next to me. Yeah. <laughs> Every yeah. game, man. So, uh, I guess that wraps it up for Knights of the Draft Table. Uh, had a lot of fun doing it tonight with you, Joe, and I guess we'll speak to everyone next week. Alright, see you guys.